is the Justice for Gamers podcast. This week, JFG Ash has returned from his scarper. Listen as he regales you with tales of arcade classics and water zorbing. Meanwhile, Alex has played just dance uh, and is hooked on Alpha Bear. Plus, lots of interesting questions from Funk, uh, and PSN gets a well deserved kicking. We hope you like the show, and uh, stay tuned for me saying hello again. Goodbye. Yeah, so I put my boots on to go to work because I wear boots, you know, health and safety. Yeah. And uh, I'm driving to work and uh, I'm like, wow, someone's there in my foot. And you you know when you get like a twitch and you're like, oh, no, it's just in your head. And I was like, oh. And then then it moved about and I'm like, oh, God. And I'm driving at this point and I'm like, ah, this, this isn't fun. So like 10 minutes later... I'm I'm literally shouting because this little thing is moving about in my boot. I'm like screaming at the top of my lungs because it's fucking so annoying. Uh, yeah, and then uh, yeah, I pull up to work, take my boot off. And I'm like, take my sock off, nothing in the sock, bang the shoe, there's nothing there, bang it a bit hard and then boop, out comes a beetle. And there it is. Fucking annoying. Was, that is horrible. It was, it was, I it, hate it, all yeah. insects. I know. That... <laughs> It would have been very different kettle of fish if it had been me. <laughs> well, it was really hard driving because I was like trying to bang my foot like, on on the floor because it was like my accelerator, my right foot for the accelerator and stuff. And I was like, <laughs> it's fucking stupid. But yeah, that was a good start to my day. <laughs> I'd have been in my car up a tree if that had been me. Wasn't good. I once put a set of headphones on at secondary school and oh, no. something was wiggling about. And I took them off and shook them, and a literal earwig <laughs> fell out of the headphones. I presume it was a prank by yeah, someone. I reckon so. Um, Shitbag. That's not fun. No. Those things have got, like, scorpion-esque yeah, claw buddy. things. They're dangerous. It's not what you want. No. What is fun? Podcasting. <laughs> Hello and welcome... To the Justice for Gamers podcast. I almost forgot what we were even called then. This is episode 21. <laughs> My name is Alex, and I'm joined, as ever, except last week, by my good friend, Ash. Hello, Ash. Hey, buddy. How are things? How was last week without me? I listened to it. It sounded good. It was fine. It was good. I enjoyed it. But it was a little strange podcasting with your missus, if I'm honest. Yeah, mine but, wouldn't um, be able to do that. You know, we we shared a few laughs and uh, covered a lot of ground. And um, I think it was decent. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, uh, <laughs> probably have to ask the listeners no, if there are any. But uh, yeah, I think it was good. How about you? You were off scarpering, of course. Scarpering monthly. Um, Indeed. Was, Where were you uh, scarpering? I was in the uh, the Isles of Wight, buddy. Oh, right. Having, having oh, a nice little family vacation in uh, yeah in the Isle of Wight. We went all around, 
uh, because it's really small there and you can literally drive from one side to the other in about 45 minutes or so. So that was cool. Um, played some games over there in the Arcadiums. It was did lovely. Did you go down Sandown Pier? No, I don't think we did. Oh no, actually, yeah, oh. we fucking did. That was where like the Ultimate Arcade was. It was awesome. Yeah, man, it's brilliant, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hit up the arcades and the crazy golf there. I we went to the very end of the pier, and uh, there were those you know the the like the zorb balls, not zorb, but you know the blow up balls that you get in and walk on water, and uh, yeah, had a go in that. Looked like a twat. It was great. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't been there since I was, I think I was twelve when I was there, but I remember it being fucking great. Yeah, I remember it being really good. Last time I went was like on a school trip in like primary school, so I must have been like eight or nine, I think. So yeah, like a good twenty years ago. Yeah, yeah. mine was a uh, mine was a choir holiday. <laughs> <laughs> nice, like yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. So you quiet. did the you did the needles. You went to ride. You got yeah. it all. Got all involved. Nice, liked it. But yeah, it was cool. It was a good week. I played a bit of Vita as well while I was there. Chilling out. Nice. It was lovely. Really shit. Um, bloody, uh, not Wi-Fi, bloody um, cell phone coverage there. Struggled to get online a lot, but you know. Well, it, it, it is the 80s there though. So um... <laughs> It is, and it is very run down as well, I must say. A lot of the stuff <laughs> is uh, pretty dire, but hey-ho. That will happen. That will happen. Yeah. Any uh, any resort on the coast in uh, England or the UK in general, um, and that will happen. <laughs> it will be run down and shit <laughs> fairly quickly. Yeah. But yeah, it was good. The weather was good, and uh, I did a bit of swimming and stuff, and yeah, it was lovely. Well, sweet as the punch, as they say. Um, I'm very much glad to uh, have you back, though, of course. And uh, there is much to discuss. Oh, so I suppose dear. we should just press on. Let's do um, this. Into the well-trodden ground that is what we've been playing. Do you, do you want to get the ball rolling, buddy? I think you've played more than me this week. Well, hitting the arcadiums, I, I've I've rinsed Woo! a lot of money um, uh, playing not a lot of games because uh, they're very expensive. And uh, oh yeah, but it's the experience, isn't it? It's, it's the whole nice. experience. It's not because it's pretty it's not. dirty. <laughs> it's not. It's a bit bit of a scummy area, or not, you know, like, they're, they're, they're not as beautiful as they once were, I'm going to say. Um, lots of dirty people there, which was nice. But uh, I played a few good games. Uh, one of the highlights was playing, like, the old school Turtles game. Uh, you know, like, with, with the wow. four... four joysticks and everything that was cool played that for a while with my son he was like uh this looks a bit shit i'm like yeah i know it's <laughs> <laughs> what i grew up with this is uh you know but yeah that was cool um i played mario kart but like with a steering wheel you know like the whole 
shebang of sitting in it, which was very strange because yeah. uh, it was just Mario Kart and. Well, it's also, such a simulation, isn't it? That game. Well, so, totally. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I played some like like new Batman game, and like graphically, it was really impressive. Um, but once again, gameplay, absolute dog shit. Uh, that it was a racing game again. Like you had to drive around and shoot people and stuff. And yeah, it it wasn't great. Um, my son played some kind of pony riding game. So you sat on a pony and you know you steered left and right with the reins. That was uh, that was a treat. I must say. your bread and butter in the arcades, buddy. Like the old skiing games and that sort of thing. I love yeah, that shit. Definitely. He he did want to play a lot of shooting games, but I was like, nah, you're not really old enough for that. But we did play this <laughs> strange pirate game. Um, but <laughs> okay, I'm gonna try and explain it. So you sit in, like you know, one of those booth things. You know, <laughs> Just those comfortable. Of, Here we yeah, go. You sit in there, and you've both got like these weird big cannon guns that fire bullets. So. Not really piratey at all. Uh, it had quick time events where you had like a steering wheel and you had to spin it round really fast. But once again, that only lasted like near to five minutes because uh, you just get overwhelmed by uh, it's some sort of skeleton pirates. And yeah, that, that was okay. Uh, but I must say the, the highlight was uh, playing some Guitar Hero, buddy. Was it uh, one of the old ones, or was it an arcade-only version? I remember there being a Guitar Hero 3 machine when I was at uni in, in yep. a pub down there. With the two controllers plugged into yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, it was yeah. that one. So, like, it had all the classics that I knew, and I was like, yes, sweet. So uh, That's the fucking best one, man. Welcome to the jungle. and Yeah, um, popped in a couple of quid, and uh, it gave us three goes. So uh, me and my son had, you know, a versus game. Obviously, I kicked his ass. <laughs> Did you shout at him like in your face? <laughs> Pretty much. Uh, and then after that, I had a little solo go on. Um, uh, what's the one? Not like White Cliffs or something, is it? Is it White, White Cliffs? Cliffs of Dover. Cliffs of Dover. Oh yeah, that's such a great song. Luckily, I got that first star power to get me through that stupid bit at the beginning, and then oh, I was yeah. I was cruising. I was like, this is so much fun. Did you make it all the way through? No. I'm definitely not as good as what I used to be. <laughs> I was going to say that'd be apps. I'd, I'd be genuinely amazed. I not know, because right. you are shit at that game or anything, but just because of the amount of time it's been. Like, I wouldn't fancy myself to get through that intro <laughs> on Glissa Dover. Not, yeah. not like going in cold, having not played it for I like know. seven years or something. But yeah, I, I, I managed to get on. On, on for a bit so yeah that 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 has kind of rekindled my love of like rhythm action games and so I'm, which one is it then buddy well i'm not getting we'll the be, new guitar we'll be... hero fuck that that looks stupid so it's rock band o'clock then yeah i think so well um, yeah we'll, we'll have to see what like the price point is with that and the um you know, how they roll out the content and stuff and like what you get with it. But yeah, definitely uh, I've I've got a love for that again and I, I kind of want to play it right now. 
which is a shame. It's gonna be it's gonna be under a ton with the guitar. Okay. And it's out sixth of October. Maybe a, a cheeky Christmas present or late or birthday present or something. Maybe we'll see. They're, they're touting about 160, 170 quid for the whole bundle with all of the stuff and the drums and that. No, I'm definitely not going to get the whole bundle. Uh, I, I will just go for the guitar. I, I am real tempted to get those drums because I, I loved. That was my favourite thing to do. Even it, it was funny, wasn't it? Because if you think back to the rock band days where we were, it was really in its pomp and we were playing it all the time. You you used to be a drummer and I am a guitarist and w- without fail every <laughs> single time I played the drums and you played play the guitar. guitar. It, was, it was brilliant. <laughs> it know, was cool. Yeah. Why not? But, uh, yeah. I loved those games. I did. You know how much I loved them. And, I know. Uh, yeah, I, I don't. I don't need it to be rekindled. I'm happy to jump straight <laughs> back in when it comes yeah. out. So yeah, I think that's definitely on the cards. Um, so that that was pretty much the arcade experience. There's a few other things that we did, you know, like the classic um, grab games where you, you pick stuff up and fail miserably, and uh, you know. <laughs> and then there, there was like uh, an air hockey game, but it was like a Pac-Man one. So you started off just with one puck, and then suddenly about twenty to thirty pucks just go. <laughs> and explode on you and you're like what the fuck is this <laughs> it, was, it was interesting once again I totally annihilated my son I was like you suck but yeah it made me feel like a big man <laughs> <laughs> it reminds me of, you're, are you going to be like the fast show dad do you remember yeah. the daddy yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's just like you're rubbish he's like yeah. racing him to the pub and shit <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's, uh, yeah I can relate to that uh, so that that was pretty much the trip to the arcades, um, which was loads of fun. But yeah, it's just too expensive to play. It's like a quid a go, you know, and like I just, I just can't justify that, you know, especially when you can pick up like such bargains now, uh, either on you know humble bundles and things like that, or even just on like you know indie games and things that don't really cost that much. It's, it's just. Not a good investment, I guess. It's a difficult mentality shift, isn't it? When you you look at the way that we buy games and we're family sharing, so we're already halving the cost. And then even then we're only buying bargains rather than full price releases for the most part to then go into an arcade and and pay like a pound a minute for an arcade experience. It's just difficult shift in mentality, definitely. It's definitely clown shoes, but that's what it is now. Um, also whilst on holiday I took the Vita and uh, you know how we were talking about going back to playing games like uh, old PS Plus games I ended up playing SteamWorld Dig for a good wow. I don't know, like four or five hours throughout the week um, was it, what, how did you find that? Because I never really fancied that. When it came out, I wasn't that impressed. We Regular listener Bob actually highly recommended that game. He said it was fantastic. Like Once you get sort of a, an hour or so in, then it really gets its hooks into you. Did you find that? Um, yeah, I, I, I kept going back to it. For some reason, I, I wanted to play that more than uh, trying to finish off uh, Uncharted, whatever it is, Abyss, blah, blah, blah. Um, the one on the Vita, and um, I, th- 
I, I just found it nice and easy. I didn't have to think about anything. Like, it was cool because you, your character does progress. Uh, he gets better things like um, you upgrade your pick so you can dig quicker. Uh, you unlock, like, a steam jump where you can, like, soak up water and then jump higher. Sprint mode, uh, you get a drill. And then there's, like, some kind of drill jump as well. Um so like it starts throwing different like um dynamics into the game. I I don't think I'll go back to it after that week of playing it though cuz I don't I don't think there's enough there to keep me going. Um like as like so the the first area I dug down to the bottom and then after that you go into like the underworld or something. Um and there's like different enemies and it you it becomes I don't know, a, a bit more challenging than just digging around. But it's a very simple game, uh, but nothing... I, I, I wouldn't recommend it. I wouldn't be like, yeah, you need to go and play this. I'd be like, if you, if you want to play it, play it. You know, give it a go. That's the kind of the thing is, like, I... I yeah, I did what you just said. Like, I dug down to the bottom and I... Basically, I got to the stage about an hour, hour and a half, two hours in, where I was like... I think I've probably seen everything now. Like I don't think that this has anything else to give me other than repetition. And yeah. it isn't fun enough to play for me to want to repeat what I just did. So that was kind of the end of it for me. Yeah, I think that's pretty much the stage that I got to. And I was like, yeah, I'm I'm good, thanks. It served its purpose of just killing a, like half an hour a day or something while I was just waiting around. Yeah. Sorted you out on your holly sleigh. Yeah, exactly, buddy. It was good. Um, other things that I have played uh, in the summer sale, I had the Impulse Woo! Buy. Yes, I, I had a... <laughs> that not so such a great summer sale, I must say, on the PS4. Um, I think it's pretty solid, man. I, I don't think that they're cheap enough like some of the games like um far cry 4 is like 26 7 pounds i mean you can get that like on disc uh, i think Fun- well funk's bought it hasn't he and i can't remember what did he pay like 18 quid or something for it was it i can't remember yeah or 20 quid um i, d- I don't know like i what else was i looking at um farming simulator 35 quid um didn't grab me but one game that did grab me was the Borderlands uh, Handsome Collection, which is uh, the pre-sequel and Borderlands 2 in one game. For and all the DLC. And all the DLC, yeah, correct. Uh, for a tasty 25 bucks. So, with a cheeky CD keys, uh, money, uh, <laughs> PSN card, money, um, for... 20- money card. Money card, indeed, uh, for... 21 quid uh, I was happy with that purchase and we played uh, about two and a half hours yesterday I think when we bought it we did of the pre-sequel we managed to download it in one night as well which was uh, you know impressive yes <laughs> I think we might yes. have got a bit lucky there though um, <laughs> but... I, I think so and we'll certainly get onto that yeah. later but yeah my, I, I, I downloaded mine in about an hour The I think it was about f- sort of what was it, 20, 30 gigs, something like that. My one downloaded real quick. Uh, I've no yeah. idea why. But, uh, yeah. I, th- I think the thing that depresses me the most is the fact that I can get 
faster speeds with um, P2P connections on PC than I can on <laughs> the, the PS4. It's I, true. I, that's a bit worrying. But yeah, Borderlands, the pre-sequel. So we booted it up co-op and picked our characters. I went as uh, Claptrap and you went as Athena, didn't you? I did, yes. Who I'm not that familiar with except for um, an hour or so where we share played Tales from the Borderlands. Yeah. Uh, that's the only time I'd met she that character before, I think. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I can't remember in the first one or was she in there? You didn't play the first I never one, played. You? I never played the original Borderlands, no, so I, I don't know. I want to actually say she is in the first one because there is like an assassin you meet, but I can't remember who it is. I mean, if she's not in the first one, then I, I don't know where she came from because uh, she's not in the second one, as far as I remember. Mm. No, I don't remember in the second one, but I, I think, you know, whatever. Um, prove me wrong, or I could just Google it right now, but I can't be asked. Um, but I, I think she possibly could be in, in the first one. Um, but yeah, Borderlands pre-sequel. Um, I'm loving it, getting back into the Borderlands. Uh, it's it's yeah. one of my favourite all-time games. I love it. I love guns. I love leveling up. This, yeah, it's awesome. I love the humour. It's great. I think the, the best thing the for me. Yeah, definitely. The, the the best thing for me is is the humour. It really hits home with me. Like the the stupidity of it all. Um, like uh, we we were playing and like so spoilers you start off and you you have to save Jack and um, he's talking to us and you know he's referencing our characters uh, who we're playing and I thought that that's a really cool you know point uh, of the game you know how it reacts to who you are I mean it's it's a very simple thing but I just really liked that aspect of it like, it made it a bit more personal in a way yeah so many silly quests uh, my favourite moment of last night was where we found the uh, remains of someone who had died and there was an audio log where he ended up talking to us <laughs> and asking us to fulfil a selection of tasks to sort of honour him one of which was to report his death to his commanding officer but another one of which was to literally just go up to some guy and call him like a douchebag I think and, it was a uh, dick but yeah a it dick, was yeah, like... he's just like, you're a dick. And the guy just like looks at you and you're thinking, and I was thinking at the time, is he going to turn on us? Are we going to have to fight him now here. or whatever? Yeah, yeah. And he just pauses for like five seconds and then goes, no! <laughs> 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 it's so dumb, but yeah. uh, it's, uh, yeah, I wasn't sure what to expect. Obviously, you've got the Aussie studio coming instead of the, uh, the, the proper standard gearbox one that made... Borderlands 1 and 2 yeah I think we played it for what two and a half hours um, I don't think there was anything to worry about no, <laughs> so far what did you think of the added you know oxygen um, or is it O2 bloody blah yeah so now that if you don't added. know much about this pre-sequel game uh, it, it seems that uh, the bulk of it is set on the moon um, and so you've got sort of everything that comes with that uh, obviously the anti-gravity or, or not anti well, lack of gravity very mm. much gravity but um, one of the byproducts of that is you have a, an O2 meter and uh, it ticks down you have to keep replenishing it Sounded like a fucking terrible idea to me. <laughs> it like, did, uh, didn't it? It wasn't great. I I was hugely concerned about that as a mechanic because it sounds incredibly annoying. 
Um, what I can report is I don't think it is annoying. I haven't found it particularly annoying. But because there seems to be, you know, provided you're looting a lot and, uh, you know, being vaguely mindful of it, then you'll be fine. It's not the, you're not going to keep dying all the time. I haven't died through lack of oxygen in the first two and a half hours no. to give you some sort of idea. Um, at the same time, I don't think it needs to be there. And I don't think it, I, I don't know what it's doing in terms of like fun or adding to the enjoyment of the game. I don't believe it's doing either of those things. And in terms of an added sort of pressure, um, I, I don't. I don't like it, but they've made it so that it isn't a massive ball ache, so I'm happy to tolerate it. The only thing that I can think, the, the only positive thing is that it gives you the um, ability to kind of float for a bit. So you can use your oxygen, I think it's like 10 oxygen, um, for like a little bit of floating. So when you jump, you can float. <laughs> I think that's what I'm saying. Which is clever, but I did find... Uh, last night we had to get on top of a massive building at one point to uh, complete a challenge and there was a box up there with some guns in that I wanted and I did that three times maybe, that um, jump boost yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and then suddenly I was on like 10 oxygen and I, I had to return to the ground. I, the bottom line is I don't want to be jumping through hoops all the time. So I don't want to be made to go over to an, an X on the map yeah. because there's an oxygen thingy there like just let me like i'm gonna be completely hamstrung throughout this entire experience because i can never explore a hundred percent i have to keep worrying oh i can't stray too far from this it's it's something that breeds linearity and i don't really want it yeah the the good thing is uh obviously i'm playing as claptrap so i'm a robot and i don't breathe so that's good news for me fuck you uh but the good thing is uh <laughs> That it looks like these things can be upgraded, so hopefully, you know, uh, the higher we get, the uh, longer you can stay out for, I think. Yeah, I mean, you know, probably 10 hours in, you won't even notice it in- anymore, um, but then that e- e- further reinforces to me, what's the fucking point? Yeah, like, true. Really? I don't know. But uh, it's not going to spoil my enjoyment of the thing uh, because I, I, I can already tell I'm going to lap this game up. We're going to play hours of this game and definitely. and probably Borderlands 2 despite uh, having yeah, completed it. I'm definitely happy to go back to that. I, I will not, you know, fight you <laughs> at all if you're like, you want to play some Borderlands 2? I'll be like, yeah, go on then. I'll do yeah. Um Yeah, so Borderlands 2, uh, no, Borderlands pre-sequel, it looks like a fantastic game seems to run very smooth and like uh, the frame rate is fantastic and you know the the cell shadedness of it is it, it, it just is really smart like compared to it I had um, I, I've got Borderlands 2 on the PC and I run that at like obviously maximum and it looks um, better I must say than that does um, which is you know a bonus because when well, I played the, that I was the like the PS4 awesome. version looks better yeah the PS4 version looks better Definitely. Cool, man. I like that. Yeah, definitely. Uh, <laughs> finally, we had a night of shenanigans GTA, uh, which was funny by standing in front of uh, drivers and uh, shooting them so they would run us over <laughs> for most of the time, which was fun. Kept us going for about three hours, though. Yeah, it did. Uh, but then uh, 
you, you took me for a fantastic ride, I must say. In, <laughs> in the panto. In the, in the panto, yeah. Which uh, got up to five stars. And yeah, that lasted about a good 45 minutes or something, didn't it? <laughs> Surprisingly. It's nice to have a good old dick about on GTA sometimes. Yeah, it's always nice just getting back into things. But yeah, so it's it's been a, a busy week of games for me, lots of different ones. But uh, it's it's definitely been awesome. But I think the highlight's got to be Borderlands, just because I, I've wanted that game for well since it came out on like the 360 or whatever. But <laughs> yeah, finally got it. But that is my week. What have you been doing? Obviously, you know, you've had Ladyface there, so I'm guessing some some co-op. Yeah, Ladyface has been here for um, quite a bit at the time that you were away, so I have done some uh, co-op gaming, but uh, firstly, F1. <laughs> I've been playing a lot of F1 because it's great, um, and broken, but also great. So, uh, yeah, I've been doing some full race weekends, just spending like an evening and, and doing the whole thing, like the practices, the qualifying... The race itself is really satisfying. When you get to the end of that race and you've done all of that beforehand, it really does feel good. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's not for everyone, I, I understand, but uh, um, it's certainly giving me a little bit of hope. In terms of the Platinum, you got to do a lot of that pro-season mode to get the Platinum, and uh, I, I think that's the next thing I'll take a run at on that game. <laughs> but... Uh, yeah, really enjoying that. Very good. Cool. Um, I have been playing Rocket League once again. <laughs> yeah. um, I did play some with Ellen, and that was good. Good fun. We played against bots, mainly. Um, split screen runs really nice. Not really any frame rate issues or anything, which is cool, because it is a good-looking game. And, uh, yeah, I was kind of expecting some corners to have been cut there but no it's all very smooth and nice um, but the most fun I've had on that game this week has been playing on my own as part of a team of strangers against strangers I've been I've been dipping in oh, public been... matches nice yeah. cool and um, I tell you what like it's the sort of game where I feel like only maybe a percent of the population of people playing it get to the sort of level where they're so much better that it's going to affect things. Like I feel like everyone's kind of much of a muchness because it's so awkward to play football with a car <laughs> that um, it just makes for fantastic online battles where everything, yeah. you know, it, I'm not saying everything's really even. Like I had a couple of games where we won stroke lost by five or six clear goals. But for the most part, it's so awkward and stupid that it makes for an excellent online experience, even if you're not playing with anyone you know. And um been really enjoying that. And I feel like I'm getting a little bit better now, uh, if there is such a thing. <laughs> I've seen some videos of people playing it online who seem to be able to actually... Like, you look in at them and you're like, if you meant to do that, then that's sensational. Yeah, it's You know, sort of big sort of jumps and, and rocket flying to volley it and, and all sorts you know I saw someone do a, a thing where they jumped off the wall rocket boosted into the middle and did like a scissor kick like, <laughs> they obviously meant it but I, I can't dream of doing such a thing yeah but uh, 
very, very cool. Very much. Um, what else? Borderlands. Yeah, we've kind of covered Borderlands. Uh, I'm. It was funny actually. I, I I was having a bit of a game night with Funk while you were away scarpering, and uh, actually said uh, to Funk, I, I was listening to a podcast, uh, the Kane and Rince podcast, which is something I, I really like to listen to. Um, they basically look into a single game for like two and a half hours. It's very like amazingly in depth. But if it's the sort of game, if it's a game you really love or a game you played the absolute shit out of, then you're obviously going to get a lot out of that. And um, they they did a podcast on Borderlands too. And I, I listened to it at work the other day, and and I was thinking, oh man, we I loved that game. Like we played so much of that game. It was great. And uh, and then I started thinking about the Handsome Collection, and I actually said to Funk last Friday, mate, we should keep an eye on uh, deals for that Handsome Collection, because I think we could get well back into that again. We played so much of it on the 360. Yeah. And then you come back off your scarpering, and it hits the summer sale, and we're away. And, yeah, uh, yeah uh, I as I missed the first Borderlands. Uh, you guys, you, you played it, didn't you, on... Uh, I played the shit out of that game. I think yeah. I got all the way up to, I think it was like level 65 you could get up to. I never did beat that final boss though. You need like a whole team of fucking level 65s to beat that thing. It was ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I jumped in on Borderlands 2 and uh, always really enjoyed that. And um, we completed it. I think we, it, me and you, completed it. Just the two of us in the end, didn't we? Yeah, we did. Yeah. Some dragon or something yet to fight there, if I remember correctly. Um, <laughs> something like that, yeah. <laughs> something like that. But uh, I, I'm happy to go back through that I, again. Like you, I love the humour. Uh, I did find the first half an hour we were playing it. We loaded it up and we started sort of going through the introduction and. <laughs> I was like, "Fucking hell, I am bad at shooters right now." <laughs> I haven't, it's been so haven't played long. a first-person shooter for such a long time, and uh, felt so twitchy. Yeah, the last one that we played was Destiny, wasn't it? And like, when did we last play that? Like last November, something like that. Yeah, I I would go so far as to say I'm not sure I've played a, a, a proper Twitch shooter um, this year. I don't think I have. No, like we might have popped on Blacklight for one evening. Possibly. But yeah. apart from that, we haven't played any kind of shooty, shooty games like that. Felt good, though. Felt good to get back onto a shooter and uh, and get involved. It was cool. And yeah. um, we're, we're just going to play that for hours and hours now. And, and 25 quid between the two of us. 21 with the voucher. Yeah. That's how it's done, ladies and gentlemen. Get involved. Yeah. Sort your lives out. Uh, so I also have played um, Just Dance 2016. Is that the demo? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, I didn't go for that. <laughs> no. I um, I did for some, for some reason. <laughs> I wanted to see I wanted to see how it worked with the different inputs because you don't have to have a camera for it. You can use your phone um, or you can use your controller. Okay. Uh, and I was trying to work out how that would work exactly so I, I wanted to give it a go um, it seems with your phone it does it tracks it on the gyro um, oh yeah and the, 
and the same with the controller but that it only that it, you can only track really one hand with that so it kind of feels like cheating you know yeah, whereas so the camera <laughs> so i tried it i tried it with all three and uh the first two i was getting i was getting all sorts of high scores just sitting on my bed um, <laughs> <laughs> i was like yeah cuz cuz it's only it can only can it can only look at one thing you're doing so I was just waving my arm, a single arm about, and nice. uh, he was quite happy with that. It's getting like three stars, perfect scores and stuff. Um, and then I loaded it up with the camera, and that was a different kettle of fish altogether. Yeah. <laughs> mm. But I still found that it kept giving me sort of perfects when I was just fucking about. <laughs> like at one point, I was just sort of standing there waving at the camera, and it was like perfect. And the guy on the screen's like doing a twirl or something. I was like, well. <laughs> I don't really get this. Like, if it's not precise, then what's the fucking point? When we used to play Guitar Hero and Rock Band and stuff, like, even the slightest bit of audio delay would, like, oh, freak yeah. us the fuck out totally. completely. That's so the, so annoying. the idea that this thing's just phoning it in while it's trying to track your body, like, I don't, I just don't see the point. <laughs> I don't... It's because it's not aimed at, like, hardcore games or hardcore games, you know. It's just aimed at people that want to dance, buddy. They just want to dance. So, you know... That's why, I came a, that's why I became a musician, was so that I didn't have to dance. Yeah, good shout. <laughs> yeah. So I deleted that pretty quick, because there's only one song on that demo, and... Uh, Does it get pretty boring? Yeah. yeah, it's Calvin Harris. I love it. Mate, I wouldn't fucking recognise him in the street. So uh, <laughs> finally, <laughs> I wouldn't. I don't no, know. I don't, I don't know what he looks like. I think Alpha like Bear. Old, old I want to talk to you about Alpha Bear. Go on then. I've heard about this. Uh, you've probably heard about this because you listen to the same podcast as me. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it's a mobile game. It's basically Boggle, but with bears. Um, it's like Boggle crossed with Minesweeper, almost in that you can kind of expand areas. Um, so you've got a big board, sort of top-down view. You've got a little bear on there or whatever. As you make words, if you use up the letters on one side of the bear, then it allows the bear to extend until the bears get bigger and bigger, and then you get points for the biggest bears. Um, it's incredibly addictive. Um, it's got some annoying timed mechanics in there, like, oh, you can't play for another five minutes or whatever. Um, which I'm sure you're used to as a uh, someone who <laughs> Having plays Clash of Clans. Yeah, yeah. I've got but, wait ten uh, days for me next uh, barracks to upgrade. Love it. I'll wait ten days. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it, there's a few little things on this one. For example, I think it's I think it's three pound eighty. If you spend three pound eighty, you can get infinite honey, and then you can just play it forever. So that basically is like the cost of the game is three pounds yeah. eighty. But um, as a mild diversion sort of maybe once or twice a day for 20 minutes or so um, I'm really enjoying playing it um, feels like a sort of brain training type game um, and the the sort of social media perk aspects of it is that whatever words you create on the board during your game at the end it pops up with the bear saying them in a sentence uh, nice. and you can cycle through the sentences and it can get quite funny and then obviously you've got a share button there where you can annoy your friends with that which yeah, I, uh, love I that. just started doing <laughs> to Ellen so um, no it's um, 
really nicely put together and genuinely I really like it so Alpha Bear it's on Android and iOS um, give it a go you need to play it this week Ash and uh, talk about it next week let me know if you like it or not okay I'll give it a go <laughs> cool you know I'm um, like severely dyslexic though so I won't win no, it'd be fine yeah. you're not playing against anyone so it doesn't matter I'll just make words up. I find you can do that a lot of the time. You can just test letters and see what it will let you have as a word. Yeah, <laughs> seems sweet. to seems to um, accept a number of words that I'm convinced aren't words, but that's <laughs> fine. <laughs> that's right up my street. But yeah, that's uh, that's what I've been playing. <laughs> And now it's time for Fonz or Phoenix. <laughs> Indeed. We have a Phoenix this week. It's a Phoenix that is long overdue. Oh, gibbons. Um, I think we can all agree on this. Um... But I want to start this Phoenix with uh, what uh, it's a question, or a sort of a question, more of a statement. Again. Um, fr- from Funk, what would normally be included in Fuckwick Corner with Funk. Um, but let's just get into it right this moment. Funk says PSN Downloads is a true Phoenix. What am I paying my subscription and broadband bill for? Total CAC town. Sony's profits have tripled in the second quarter of the year. I feel the fact PSN is so shit is an even bigger kick in the pills. So, he's not the only one. Hmm. Um, we've mentioned this before. We're talking about PSN download times, stability, um, the variety of differences in settings how things can change very dr- very drastically dropping off speeds where it'll be running at a certain speed and then just sort of drop off um what the fuck is going on uh, and who do we have to murder for speeds consistent with the year 2015 is what <laughs> i want to know what's going on here man i i don't understand how they're even getting away with it i don't know like surely like the amount of people that complain about this there there must be some form of thing that they acknowledge the fact that their their service is so poor. I can't find anything on the internet at all. Like they're not addressing it. They're just gla- they're just paving over it all the time as if it's not a problem. Um, I will queue something up to download off of the PlayStation Store that is ten gigs in size, and it will come up and tell me that it will take sixty nine hours on my fifty meg connection. It's a complete joke. It's an absolute joke. The fact that you can change settings here and there, the the default settings for your for your connection are slower than if you set it to Google's. If you set it to Google's DNS, um, eight dot eight dot eight dot eight, I think it is in the yeah, DNS. Yeah, the secondary is eight dot eight dot four dot four. There you go. That yes. will speed up your downloads whilst slowing down your overall speed. You know, you do a speed test there and you'll be getting less megabit, but at the same time, your downloads will be quicker. 
it's a mess. It's an absolute mess. You, you, you can't get maximum speed for your connection. I know you, you, you're on what 150 mega. You, um, yeah, in, I think it's 120. But yeah, the, 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 you've never the, hit that though, have you? On PSN? no, like I, I always max out at like 65 uh, megs per second. It says uh, it's it's troubling when, like I said earlier, I can get a faster speed on like a, a P2P download uh, than I can from a service that I pay for. You know that that's that's bad. You know it's it's just shocking. And, and when you look at Steam. Like, that just is so much quicker. I downloaded the... Oh, shit, that's another game that I played. Um, that Portal mod I played. Is it Mel or something? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I played that as well, buddy. But I'll talk about that next week anyway, because I want to play a bit more of it. Um, and I downloaded that. It was done like within like 10 minutes or something. I think it was like about 3 gigs or something. It's just like, boom, there you go. Go play it. Whereas like, if I had to download that on, the, on PSN, I'd be there for a good hour two hours possibly who knows I just don't know it's so fucking vague how it's so random that's the thing it's terrible like I'm I'm probably not as bad off as as someone like you I mean you've got your connection is is supposed to be 70 odd megs quicker than mine but Mm. I'm still struggling with it and even even tonight I downloaded that Just Dance demo yeah, and uh, it was it was not a big demo at all, but it was coming up saying it was going to take sixteen hours this to is... download like two gigs, and I and then I did a speed test, I did test connection, and that went down to like fifteen minutes. Just why? Just I, do, I don't know. Why, I, I really don't. Why know. test? Why would testing the connection make it speed up? It doesn't make any sense. What's wrong with it? It's so inconsistent, yeah. and the absolute. The, the the absolute final nail in the coffin really was was F one. I mean, yeah. that was incredible. Uh, that that game was what twenty five twenty five gigs, I think it was yeah. overall, somewhere around there. Anyway, that thing's overall the content took me like sixteen hours to download, and and that's incredible. Like terrible. Why? I don't know. This day and age, with our our connections, that just shouldn't happen. It is just diabolical, and they really, really need to sort it out. I mean, people to to take some sort of devil's advocate type perspective here. Um, it's worth noting that I I don't really suffer from many problems when I'm playing games online. Um, it doesn't. That does it. <laughs> Normally, if a game has issues, then obviously I'll have issues. But on games that don't aren't reporting issues, I'll get a, a silky smooth connection speed, you know. So I feel like it's literally there's a there's a bandwidth limit thing going on here, and that seems further reinforced when you start a download going and it says it's going to take 45 minutes, and then suddenly it says 12 hours, and and you haven't done anything, you know, nothing's changed. You're still getting. You've still got the same router pumping in the same sort of speeds, but I don't know. I, I don't know how it works. It's not an internet service provider issue because, you know, we we are both on Virgin, but Funk he's on Sky or BT, one of the two, isn't he? He's certainly not on Virgin. No, he's not and, on Virgin, uh, and he's he's getting these issues as well. 
um, like he was downloading um, was it well, the Borderlands uh, handsome collection and he was just saying this is just ridiculous yeah and and yeah you know it's not your internet because everyone's having the same problem and if you do a speed test then you'll be hitting your peak or there or thereabouts so it's it really is to be honest it's pathetic it's absolutely pathetic and I can't imagine they're going to get away with it much longer. Um, there is a lot of pro-Xbox stuff going on in the news. Now, I always thought Xbox Live was was very solid and very reliable. And um, these things are going to mount up over time. Like, PSN is definitely a reason not to buy a PlayStation. <laughs> I, I, I firmly, as as a PS4 gamer... PSN is an excellent reason not to buy a PS4, um, yeah. and that should not be the case. It no. really shouldn't, but it is. It absolutely is. Um, unfortunately, we can't delve into any level of detail here because <laughs> no. no one, no one's saying anything. All we can do is have a bit of a moan, which is what we're doing right now. Given. But Sony aren't addressing these issues, and it's it really is embarrassing. And it just gets a bit much, to be honest. But, yeah, I can't give you any information. I can't give you a statement from them talking about it. And I can't say that they're going to improve things. It's really is the ultimate phoenix. Funk's absolutely spot on, isn't he? Boom. Nailed it. Fucking phoenix. Sort it out, Sony. It's a disgrace. Be better. Number one. Number wang. Number wang. Rise of the Tomb Raider is coming to the PC in early 2016 and to the PS4 holiday 2016. Ash, what do you think of that? Everyone kind of saw that coming, I guess, really. (laughs) After the stupidity of uh, Microsoft. Yeah, let's let's move on from our Phoenix and... uh, You know, let's let's not forget we are fairly impartial. We just um, we just talk about things as they come about in the uh, gaming industry. And yeah, what the fuck, Microsoft? Like, I don't know. It's honestly, <laughs> it was always going to come out before Gamescom, and uh, so what was the point? Why, I, I why think... would you be so secretive about it up until this point? It's not like people are getting their pre-orders in for Christmas already. We're in no. July. Um, I, th- I think the the major thing is the fact that it's coming out on the 360 um, and not the PS3. Because obviously there's still a lot of those gamers out there. And the fact that those guys can play it on the 360, I mean, that's good news. So I guess, I guess that's going to retain... Some people, I don't know, with it, <laughs> but um, yeah, the, the the only thing that I I'm wondering now is what do I buy it on? Do I get it on PC after a you know a few months of it being out and probably picking up for like fifteen quid, or 
Do I wait and get it on the PS4? Ooh. Tough decision. Um. Well, I think that because it's a single-player game and mm. uh, PC games are cheaper, probably that one. Yeah, probably you. We'll see how it goes, though. But yeah, good news for us. Lovely jubbly. Uh, good news yeah, for us. A bit retarded. Um, I just don't really understand. Uh, I don't know if maybe they were just trying to hold out and hold out. They were just crossing their fingers that that news wouldn't emerge. Um, you know, Crystal Dynamics can't just keep their mouth shut for eternity. If they're developing for two major major platforms, then they had to say yeah. something eventually. But uh, yeah, everyone kind of suspected it. But it had been such a long time with no announcements that I was starting to think it was genuinely true that <laughs> <laughs> it was just going to be an Xbox exclusive. But no, um, which is disappointing um, from an Xbox perspective that they kind of basically pulled a shit stunt. That's a bit disappointing. <laughs> but we'll move on. We'll move yeah, on. And we will move on to Roller Coaster Tycoon World. Um, <laughs> it's just <laughs> been just been announced that they're on their third developer in Vizio. You know, um, this is an Atari game. Uh, I I I encourage you uh, if you're someone who watches videos regularly on YouTube to go and uh, go to Jim Sterling's channel and look at his latest Jimquisition, which was all about how essentially Atari are completely down in the doldrums. They've got nothing going for them anymore, and they're slowly going through their back catalogue of choice titles, um, Asteroids, for example, yeah. and just raping them. Just absolutely fucking them. Just releasing awful games from um, developers that don't have the experience to put a title together. Just They're literally, we're in cash-in land. That's where we are right now. So, Invisio have been brought on board. Uh, this is after the original dev, Pipeworks Software, uh, had already been replaced by another developer, Area 52. Uh, there's been no news, no statements or anything as to why Area 52 are now off of the game. Um, let's be honest, this thing is going to blow goats. This is going to be fucking terrible, this game. Um, yeah, if you look at the games <laughs> that they've had, you know, they're not great. Yeah. The the, uh, the Facebook games, was it Fashion Week Live? Yeah. versus Monsters, you know? Yep, classic. Big fan. Big, yeah. big fan. Yeah, I think we know where this is going. This is this is Rollercoaster Tycoon, a beloved franchise heading into microtransaction town on the fucking mm. iPad. That's literally where we're headed now. Um, I, I, it's, I don't know. It's, it beggars belief. You look at Atari, you know, such a prestigious game developer. Um, just destroying Raped. all of all of their <laughs> yeah rapists fucking <laughs> asteroid rapists yes roller coaster tycoon rapists like it atari rapists mm. yeah raping their own franchises disgraceful love it uh, next gamescom gets underway on wednesday wednesday uh, which is quite yeah it's, it's exciting Games. And uh, 
Things are looking very good for Xbox, buddy. Yeah, <laughs> it looks like it's just going to be Xbox. Like Sony have it's just nothing else done nothing, and Nintendo aren't going to do anything. So uh, the floor is yours, Microsoft. Entertain me. I guess that's what I'm saying. Totally. This is this is essentially Gamescom is Xboxcom. That's that's what's happening here. There's no, <laughs> there's nothing else coming in from anyone else. Sony clearly dining off of the fact that every third party game looks better on their console. They've decided that that's enough, and they don't need to do anything. They can all just curl up in a sock drawer and sleep for days. It probably so that's what's will happening go. here. That's the thing. Meanwhile. <laughs> Meanwhile, Phil motherfucking Spencer's getting his jacket on, buddy. He's getting yeah. ready. <laughs> He's like, you know what? We got some games to show off. Uh, games like Scalebound, Quantum Break, uh, Rise of the Tomb Raider, of course, uh, Crackdown. That's getting a lot of buzz at the moment. Yeah, I like um, it. Great game. Will it be enough to turn the tide this Christmas? Is the question. I don't think so. Not this Christmas. Um, no. Unless they, they drop the price down again. They probably will. Like, knock another 50 quid off. Um, uh, I don't know. Um, for people... I, get, I don't know. Because like, we are always very early adopters of uh, the next gen of consoles that comes out. But it, if you think about it, the majority of people wait... And maybe, you know, after it's been out for a couple of years, you know, it's they, they've both been upgraded with newer hard drives and, you know, uh, refined and different things happen to them. I, I guess a lot. there's still a lot of people out there that haven't made the jump to the current gen now. And Do you think yeah. this is the Christmas? Well, yeah, possibly. I mean, I still don't think that... If, if Microsoft can be like... Yeah, Xbox One with like, I don't know, Gears of War and Tomb Raider for like 250 quid. Then yeah, then they'll fucking smash it this Christmas, I think. I mean, you you got them talking about streaming Windows 10 to the consoles, so you could play your Steam games through it on another device. You've got backwards compatibility. They've rocked that one. That's coming out as well, and, and people seem really into that. They've got all the exclusives for this Christmas. Um, we, we've said this before. I've, said, I've definitely said this before. There is literally nothing more they could be doing at this point. Like they really are absolutely going fucking balls to the wall for I just need the power of the cloud buddy when that comes out I'm in <laughs> HoloLens though mate get involved nah fuck that I've been burnt before with bloody stupid <laughs> connects you know, they can fuck off <laughs> yeah. no chance am I buying their stupid gimmicks. either way either way um, I- I'm looking forward to Gamescom because uh, I take a keen interest in platforms I don't own and uh, if I was a PlayStation gamer who didn't take an interest in platforms I don't own then uh, there's nothing to look forward to at Gamescom Microsoft Fest is is essentially a conference specifically for them Um, I really want to see Quantum Break though Um, and Crackdown I I loved Crackdown and uh, yeah they got some good shit coming out man Um, indeed 
tricky decisions ahead for people who are still playing on the last gen. But we'll move on. Uh, we're keeping with Xbox and we will... Let's just talk about Xbox Games for Gold. It's been confirmed the next Games for Gold. Uh, Xbox One owners will get Metal Gear Solid Ground Zeroes and How to Survive Storm Warning. Um, and 360 gamers, this is bizarre, I think. 360 gamers get Metro 2033 and Metro Last Light. Um, That's a bit odd. Since, well, you can pick that up on a PS4 on the store in the summer sale for it's like 11 quid or something. Yeah, it's 11 quid for both <laughs> for those a remaster for the remasters of both, yeah. of both those yeah. games. <laughs> So, it seems yeah, like a very strange a thing to... the 360. Yeah. So, yeah, it's almost like they're taking the piss there <laughs> yeah, by uh, listing those. I mean, you look at the stuff that the 360 gamers have got on uh, Games for Gold since the the Xbox One has come out. Yeah. Uh, they've had some cracking games. You've had like Bioshock Infinite, like all yeah. sorts of stuff come through. To offer two... They're, they're AAA games, but they're pretty old. Both of them are quite budget now, and they've had remasters, <laughs> which are on yeah. sale on the competitor's store. That seems a bit much. But uh, Ground Zeroes, um, obviously uh, PS Plus had that last month or the month before. I can, I can, hard hard to keep track. And uh, yeah. How to Survive Storm Warning. Um, okay, <laughs> fine. We could probably move straight on to the PlayStation Store summer sale, I would have thought, seeing yeah. as that seems quite pertinent at this point. Yeah, we've spoken a bit um, about this already with a few of the, the games that we've been interested in. So there, there's a few more. I mean, if you still haven't bought this year's Pez, I don't know why you wouldn't have, because it's already been on sale for like 15 quid, but that's down to under a tenner now. So you should buy it or you could just wait for 2016 and buy that for I would price. wait now I mean yeah. Pez is coming out all proper early this year you're talking sort of a, a, an early September release or something for Pez this year yeah. so uh, and I would I'm pretty wait. sure you can get a disc version for about 35 quid that I've seen already on the pre-order <laughs> so you know that'll do <laughs> save your money there uh, Dragon Age £22.50 tempted that's but a, I've we we went for Borderlands instead for the. We RPG. did, we did. That mm. that's good though, isn't it? That's a good price. That's is, not very much money good. for a lot of game. Yeah, a hell of a lot of game. Uh, we've also got Madden, uh, fifteen, here for just shy of thirteen pounds. These are all with the PS Plus subscription, obviously. Uh, they are more without that, I think, isn't it? That is true, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. It's ten percent, ten percent extra off on most of the. Yeah. Basically. The, the the price is Ashes reading out just chuck a quid on if you're not a PS Plus subscriber. <laughs> yeah, pretty I th- much. I think most people are, so... Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, something you were tempted was uh, Peggle 2, wasn't it, buddy? Yeah, I, I really liked the original Peggle, and uh, not to forget this was an Xbox One exclusive when it first came out, but... <laughs> but uh, <laughs> no, I really like Peggle, and that is cheaper than a pint of beer. Yeah, um, which is always and a, a is good therefore one. quite tempting. And I think that has multiplayer, which I would love to understand and see how it works. So I did not quite know this. Tempted by that. We need to I, get I this. think it's got up to four players multiplayer. I don't know how that works or what it Let's involves it. or anything. Maybe we'll, we'll that play later. that when we're done here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Um, we've already spoken about uh, Metro Redux being like shy of 11 quid. But the, the one, oh, and obviously we've spoken about how we bought Borderlands for 25 quid. But the the one and only. The one. The big one. The Don Bradman Cricket. This is the. Ah. Oh, <laughs> what a saving on this game. <laughs> At a minimum price of forty nine ninety nine, you can oh, own this game. Oh, it's a beauty! It's a beauty! I mean. <laughs> Why wouldn't you buy it at that price? So they, I guess they've chucked it in because of the ashes. This game's been sixty quid on the store <laughs> since it launched. I, I, I don't know who's bought it. Like, it must, you, have they hit triple figures on? <laughs> I, don't I don't know how the world works, but That's yeah, um, fifty quid, mate. Feel your yeah. boots. Get involved. Yeah. I'm so upset we didn't buy that. <laughs> Worth noting that I went past game today um, because I was over at the uh, shopping centre. <laughs> they were selling it in there for forty nine ninety nine as oh, well because they just don't they don't know what to do with it. They're like yeah, <laughs> they're like we can't no one's going to buy it anyway, because, so you yeah. might as well make it like put really two hundred quid on the front. Yeah. Someone might spend it, you know. <laughs> True. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear making clown shoes but yeah it's it's not a bad sale I'm happy with it I'll, yeah I'll I mean there, there are more things on sale there yeah. I just picked what I considered to be the um, decent the ones. sort of prize ones yeah, yeah. definitely um, but yeah no it's a decent sale and yeah we dipped in for Borderlands maybe you'll find something you like as well um, and while we're on the subject, we can move straight on to PS Plus, Ooh. which has also been announced this week. So this is what we're getting on the PlayStation, dear PlayStation gamers. Uh, Lara Croft and the Temple of Osiris, um, a game that me and Ash have already bought, which is a bit of a kick to the dick, but this was always going to happen sooner <laughs> or later. Barely Ash. played as well, which is a shame. Yeah, we've only done sort of three or four levels. I, I, yeah. I think that game's quite, it's quite a substantial as well. I think that's good, like... 10 hours of gameplay there we, 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 we will get, get back to, to it yeah uh, PS3 you get God of War Ascension that's um, cool Stealth Inc. 2 a game of clones that's a cross buy uh, cross platform rather PS4 PS3 and Vita um, I always wanted to play Stealth Inc. or yeah. the uh, previously named Stealth Bastard much better name <laughs> yep definitely so that's the sequel to that uh, that should be good. Um, Castle Storm Complete Edition is on the PS3 and Vita. Uh, another cross-platform game for PS4, PS3 and Vita is Sound Shapes, which I highly recommend. Fantastic yeah, cracking game. game. Uh, and another PS4-only title, Limbo. So we're getting four games on the PS4 this, this time round. And I'm getting um, five, because I've got a Vita. Yeah, so which isn't bad, you know. Five. It's a bumper month. <laughs> yeah, it very it much is. is. PS3 gamers, you get you get four games as well. Yeah, three for the good. Vita. Um, yeah, I'm. I, I don't mind that it's um, it's games that I've already got. Some of them, uh, that's fine. I'm looking forward to Stealth Inc. Yeah, I reckon I'll get into happened. that. Yeah, uh, and Limbo as well. Um, now. I'm just reading this quote or this thing that you've written underneath it. Is this true? 
Yeah, this is true. This is going live. This is a, a new vote-to-play system on PS4. It lets you vote for what you want the next PS Plus title to be. Basically, Sony have laid their cards on the table and they've said, we're going to keep giving you, rather than going down the AAA route, we want to launch an indie game every month on PS Plus, like yeah. they have in the past. I mean, you look at look at things like Rocket League as yeah. an example of the fact that maybe that's quite a good idea. Um so yeah, it's on the What's New section on the, the PlayStation already and uh, you can start looking into it for the following month. Um, it There's a, a handy explanation of it written on the Video Gamer website, which I copy-pasted. Please forgive me. Um, <laughs> I'll just read that now. Uh, vote to Play will let users vote for the game they want the most from a selection of three unreleased titles, with the winner subsequently being released free to all PlayStation Plus members. The two runners-up will also be available to purchase from the PlayStation Store at a discounted rate. Um, Ash, I think this is a brilliant idea. Oh, it's fucking Absolutely brilliant. brilliant. Absolutely fantastic. Uh, I think there's going to be a couple of months where we're going to get a little bit pissed off because uh, our vote didn't win, but we could always buy it at a discounted rate, I guess. You know. I think I think you can trust the community to vote for the thing that's the best the most lucrative <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah exactly exactly yeah. so i i think i think people i think people can be trusted here yeah. and uh it's also really good it's a really nice incentive um i mean god knows what these deals are for i mean you think if you're an indie developer and you're one of the three yeah and you you know, I mean, that's an interesting deal to sign, isn't it, from a business standpoint? Yeah, definitely, standpoint. I must say, because, like, <laughs> um, obviously the, the the one that is free gets a big old payout from Sony, and then the, the other two are like, yeah, good luck, I guess. They they, mem- yeah. they must be getting a certain, like, a like a percentage of money or a sum of money for just even There'll doing There'll be a little it. perk or payout or something going on yeah, there. Definitely. The fact that there's a discount. I mean, it brings... Uh, it brings a great deal of publicity to three titles rather yeah, than one. Definitely. It's yeah, definitely. Further the support. Point, yeah. You cannot underestimate the continued support from Sony to indie developers it's been fantastic, and indie hasn't it? games. Really, like, really impressive. When they stood up on a stage E3 2013 and uh, had all of these indie devs on pedestals and it was fucking ridiculous... They were they were rightly mocked at that point, but they really have followed through on it, and and I think it's fair play, um, is really good. And I I said I said last week during the podcast with Ellen, I think I've said to you before, I I don't care if PS Plus goes AAA, I'm not fussed about getting old AAA games. I don't want Knack. I don't want Killzone Shadowfall. Exactly. I'm I'm far more interested in. Biding my time, crossing my fingers that something pops up from an indie dev that I that I will end up really enjoying, and it's a nice sort of exciting treat at, sort of it, during each month. Um, I'm quite happy with how things are going, and um, you look at stuff that's come out recently. Uh, there was a bit of a lull for a while. You'd expect that in the middle of the summer, but uh, you know you get a gem like Rocket League, and all is forgiven, really, isn't it? Definitely, <laughs> definitely too. Like, I, I, as soon as we started playing that game, I forgot all about, you know, all the previous like couple of months or so where it's just been like pretty much dog shit, and I'm just like, this is made up for it. Well done. 
<laughs> yeah. I think a lot of people would argue that the games need to be better because the connection speeds are so poor, um, <laughs> as we mentioned before. But, yeah, um, yeah it's, it's a tricky one. But you've got to understand, as a console gamer, you're basically over a barrel at all times. You know, you're, you're kind of at the mercy. <laughs> and uh, so you've got to kind of pick the positives. And um, oh, I, think, I think PS Plus, I, I think that's a really... Well, a strong move from Sony to give you that option of voting and um, yeah, looking forward to that I will be voting so let's yeah. move on uh, Worms 4 will be skipping PC and going straight onto iOS now uh, I mentioned this Ash because I believe this is the beginning of the fucking end for never. Worms. It's never going to be the end of Worms. It, it, it will continue forever. The amount of times that we've thought, like, they, they just can't release anymore. But they can. I'm sure, like, about within the past month, they've released Worms Something Something Remastered on Steam. I'm sure I saw it there. But I'm... I just feel like they finally they're, they're, they're going all in. They're putting all their eggs in one basket. They're going into what I suspect will be the free-to-play market because there don't seem to be many markets worth going into on tablet and mobile other than the free-to-play market. Free to play one. Yeah, you're right. And uh, this is the beginning of the end, man. Q microtransactions, timed special worms. It's... I mean, I yeah, think a lot of people would shit, argue... Man. Yeah, but <laughs> a lot would argue worms should have died a long time ago. Um, yeah. I suppose they're, they're, you could consider them shrewd for keeping their heads above the water, but uh, it's just They've sad. had a good run. <laughs> yeah, it's just sad, though. It, yeah, it's, it's like, you know, someone they just need to kill over and die now, really. Not the best. <laughs> uh, finally in the news, Zombie U is coming to Xbox, PS4 and PC. Ubisoft are publishing. Um, this is widely considered one of the coolest games on the Wii U. It involves you surviving a zombie apocalypse on the streets of London Town. Ooh, and London um, this is cool, man. Like, wow. Okay. <laughs> you know, is this it is still going to be called Zombie U though, or is it going to have? No, a I think it's just going to be called Zombie, like with just an I and no E. I vaguely Ooh. remember reading. So I think it's just going to be yeah, uh, Z O M B I zombie. Like it, but I mean, it's 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 a really hardcore game. It's got like permadeath and all sorts going on there. So, um, well, you know how much I, I love know. zombies. Yeah, yeah. Well, there's a, there's a real shortage of zombie games, of course. But uh, <laughs> but yeah. So uh, yeah, not much more to say about that. It's apparently coming in August to PS4, Xbox One, and PC. So. Soon, very soon. That was quite a cheeky little secret that they managed to keep there. Mm. Should be a good one. We shall see. We shall see. And that is the end of the news. Das Nudes. La News. <laughs> Special. We la News. Oh. Oh my god, oh, 
I'm going to cut this bit out, but I watched um, the first bit of uh, Jupiter Ascending today. and uh, But I love dogs. Don't cut why. this out. People need to know what a terrible film that is. <laughs> <laughs> Everything Mate, about went... that is so bad. Oh, I went to see that at the cinema. Why? And... Because I knew it would be fucking terrible and I knew did, it was going to be brilliant. When you saw Channing like, Tatum, did you just think, really gay Mr. Tumblers? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I meant Tumblers, but yeah, you get what I'm saying. Uh, it just looked like a super gay Mr. Tumblers with like eyeliner on. I was like, hey. <laughs> anyway, yeah. Terrible. It's an amazingly bad film, but I genuinely had like a massive amount of fun in the cinema watching it. Uh, we we got about twenty minutes in, and then I think it was something to. I think it was the dogs thing, but I I don't know exactly what it was. <laughs> but, but I, I just I just suddenly pissed myself. I was just <laughs> laughing aloud in a cinema full of people, and some woman in front of me turns around and looks at me like I'm a complete fucking asshole. <laughs> and then, and then he, he, she just starts laughing as well. And then nice. it gets to the bit with the bees, and then the whole cinema <laughs> the is bees just can't pissing lie. them. It, honestly, it was like being in. A, a real like slapstick comedy yeah like everyone was losing their shit it was fantastic yeah. what a great film <laughs> you have to see it terrible uh so terrible uh i need to see that again <laughs> it's yeah. amazing oh dear anyway yeah. now it's time for out this week theme tune now go um, this week on the 4th of August we have Galaxy uh, which is a PS4 game involving it's like 3D asteroids by the looks of things uh, it 3D was widely asteroid considered greatest. to be what <laughs> Supposed to, a lot of people thought that this was going to be the PS Plus title um, because of its proximity to the PS PS Plus uh, announcements. Uh, it isn't, but uh, it looks cool and um, worth looking into. There's some actually, there's actually some really good interviews with the developer on YouTube worth watching. Um, also out this week on the fourth of August, the rare replay. Oh, is that including the exclusive Phil Motherfucking Spencer T-shirt? <laughs> I believe so, buddy. <laughs> I believe so. Um, that's awesome. And if I had an Xbox, then I would be fucking buying that. Yes, definitely. Um, Gel. That's great. Um, but... We're going to skirt over it because we haven't got Xboxes and we're jealous of the lot of you. Um, yeah, next, you guys. Submerged is coming out on PS4 on the 4th of August. Um, and I think it, I think it's coming out on the Xbox like three days later, which is a bit weird. But yeah, either way. Um, this is a 3D cartoony adventure, third-person adventure Puzzly game thing. thing. Yeah, it's... 
it actually it reminded me or it looked a little bit like um, the PlayStation game the widely um, anticipated PlayStation game that they showed off at uh, E3 Old whatchamacallit from the Shadow of the Colossus boys. Oh, yeah, and Ico, Ico, um, The Last Guardian, there you go. That's the one, yeah. Um, it felt Knowledge. it felt like it was inspired from that. Sorry, I had a, me- a brief mental block there. Um, no, by I'm the way, it looks really you. nice, this thing. Yes. <laughs> uh, I, yeah, sorry. Um, yeah, uh, have, cool. you, have you seen anything about this? No. Fair play. I live my life in a hole. I don't know what's going um, on. It looks really cool. And uh, I think I will buy it. And then I'll talk about it. But cool. it's out this and week. So that's If you cool. buy it, that means I get to play it. I'm happy with that. Indeed. <laughs> uh, those four games are the only things out this week. So that is the end of Out This Week. All right. I'm just swinging along down the lane. Singing the song once again Every smile that I see is a welcome And now it's time for Fuckwit Corner Sing song Fuckwit Corner with Funk Fuckwit Corner with Funk He's getting This is our first little bit of input from Funk this week. He says, "Violence in video games." What are you on about? I this love is it. Clearly, the second he spoke earlier. What? He spoke earlier. This is not the first time he is information. He was in the Funk Funzel Phoenix, wasn't he? I said this is the first part of Fuckwick Corner. No, he said this is the first instalment from Funk this evening or this episode. You speck. And now it's time for <laughs> Fuckwit Corner. <laughs> Do it. And now it's Do time it. for Fuckwit Corner. Uh, and the first little bit from Funk this week in Fuckwit Corner, although he did previously. <laughs> <laughs> Hang on a second. <laughs> first thing. <laughs> And now it's time for Fuckwit Corner. So we already heard from Funk during our Fonzo Phoenix section. Um, But let's head straight on with his next little tidbit. And that starts with this. Violence in video games. (laughs) I love it. And I'll kick a fuck into anyone who says different. (laughs) Everyone else in the world seems to see it as the root of all evil and the cause for every disaster since Noah's Ark. What's that all about? It's got a good point there. I love uh, (laughs) love fighting and shooting and 
generally laying the smack down in the virtual world. But if anyone knew me, uh, I don't actually, I think I might have had one fight in my life. And that was like when I was about 10, I think. So that doesn't really count. Uh, I'm one of the most placid, most relaxed people you'll ever come across. I mean, I, I work in a prison. Uh, so I have to deal with angry people all the time and I I seem to do all right there. I, I haven't been beaten up yet. Um, mind you, they do play video games, I must say that. Um, but so do I. So I, I. And I think I play a lot more than them. So uh, I don't think it is the root of all evil, you know. I can't say what is, though. Yeah. No, um, I suppose... To play devil's advocate to a degree, I can understand why people who don't play video games could think maybe video games could cause people to be violent. I can understand the idea that someone who doesn't play games or know anything about them could think, okay, this person is pretending to kill someone and therefore that could have a direct effect on them wanting to kill someone in real life. I can understand that. But then they're just being completely naive and absolutely retarded, um, having not experienced it for themselves. Agreed, but then that is the way that the world works, isn't it? Is it a bigot? Is that the word I'm looking for? It's people who are ill-informed. Um... I think that, to be honest, any sort of logical look into these the, these violent games would suggest that, if anything, they're a release. Uh, I, I know that I feel a lot uh, calmer <laughs> after a brief rampage on GTA V. Um, gets it out of my system. It's like having an angry wank, buddy. You know, you just feel so much better after it. It's true. It's true. <laughs> I... <laughs> I I, I can, to be honest, I can see where the uninformed people... Basically, I can understand why the idiots think that Yeah, there is a problem there. Uh, but it does seem archaic, really, at this point. You know, it's 2015. Um, games, you know, games are winning BAFTAs and stuff now. So it, it really is a sort of pathetically narrow-minded approach to be sort of slating games for causing violence and that sort of thing now. The same as slating songs for encouraging violence, you know, Marilyn Manson or, uh, you know, fucking listening to music backwards. Yeah. Essentially, all these people just are fucking twats and <laughs> it will die out in no time. It will. Yeah. It will die out in no time. If you if you think that video games cause violence, stop listening to our fucking podcast. Just fuck off. We don't want you as a listener. <laughs> yeah. Just fuck off. Like, genuinely fuck off. fucking do one. Yeah. So, that's what we think about it. Okay. Funk says... I've got Far Cry, and it looks lovely and plays a treat. I imagine hunting each other through the jungle with bow and arrow would be incredible. <laughs> this guy's got issues. <laughs> yeah, he really is up. Right now, it's killing time in Fung's Indeed. world. I love that uh, song. Do developers put out any kind of 
what modes etc would you like in the next game type of thing um, so he's asking if developers ask for feedback for their sequels in terms of game modes and stuff the yes, answer is do. some of them do yeah. um, and some of them don't is no guarantee that anything will actually end up in the game. I've found, from my experience, mostly you're looking at uh, unofficial places. Like it tends to be the forums that aren't yeah. controlled by the developer that bring up the best ideas. Um, I know that's the case with Pez, for example, Pez yeah. Fan, or only PES. Back in the day, I can't remember which Tony Hawk's it was. I'm going to go for Pro Skater Four. Um, and I was on the forums and people were asking about what things like would be improved and I'm not going to take credit for it but you know it probably was me that brought in the whole aspect of getting off your skateboard and walking around you know <laughs> but yeah when that was introduced I was like fucking that that was my idea those bastards stole it but yeah so <laughs> They probably didn't. They probably had that in the plans for so long or anything. But I don't know. You never know. It could have been. Um, so I, yeah, I think. Well, they, they, we, we definitely know that developers. Um, some developers have a, a great community spirit and do look to the community for you know, not guidance but suggestions in the the next release that they bring out. Yeah, definitely. Um, I think some are better at it than others, and uh, some are just sort of vaguely interested. I think certain games have got uh, life cycles where they're kind of pushing on and pushing on, and they know what they're going to be doing for the next three games long yeah. before they get any feedback. But I think it still affects things. Um, yeah, I don't know really. I mean... Most of the time when I've wanted a specific game mode in a game, I've never actually got it. I'm still waiting for an online career mode in a football game uh, and that sort of thing. But uh, I don't know. I mean, it seems like quite an innocent question rather than, a you know, should I join a forum? Should I go on a developer website or whatever? Um I think they I think they do. I think they pay a, a great deal of attention to their community these days. Developers that there there's whole jobs there, you know, social media management jobs where people are constantly reporting back and uh I think it's getting more and more important all the time. So uh if anything things should improve in terms of uh consumer feedback. I think things will improve over time. It's every every year that passes it gets more important things like twitter get more important to developers so yeah yeah cool buddy uh next funk says any more news on the new game from the tropico peeps can you flesh out a bit of detail here uh so he's talking about grand ages medieval yep um from calypso media now uh i have been looking into this game more and more and I don't want to sound alarm bells at this point, but it's not shaping up to necessarily be the the game that we specifically wanted. Yes, um, I've watched a few videos and I'm not greatly impressed. No, say. so it's, it's looking very, very much like a sort of uh, 
like a management game rather than a, a, a an RTS sort of game. So it seems like the focus seems to be on resources rather than everything else. So you're talking about trading, trade paths, uh, keeping cities with enough food, uh, enough. Uh, it's materials. pretty much the boring parts of Civ. Yeah, the stuff you don't give a fuck about in games <laughs> yeah. like Civilization. This game seems to be focusing on that. Um, the fact that it's real-time is a little bit bizarre in that respect. Um, but yeah, it it's definitely not your standard RTS, Settlers, Warcraft-style game, like Civilization-style game. It's not that sort of game at all. Um, it's looking more and more like it's a resource management game. Um, and that doesn't appeal to me anywhere near as much as a sort of uh, bog standard get your troops, head to a place, or commerce, yeah, like, stroke, whatever. We're like a good fight. <laughs> we do, we do. So, yeah, um, I'm gonna, obviously we'll keep an eye on it because it's kind of one of a kind in its genre on the consoles. But uh, at this point, things aren't looking great. Um but I guess we'll just have to sort of wait and see on that one. We'll, we'll obviously we'll keep you updated um, on that one. But for now, we'll have to move on. Uh, and finally, from Funk. Obviously, there is only one gaming podcast worth listening to. Uh, but if a man took leave of his senses and wanted to listen to some more, what is decent out there? Um, unfortunately, Funk doesn't list the podcast he's talking about when he says there's only one <laughs> gaming podcast worth listening to. Um, so, yeah, he's after more gaming podcasts. Have you got anything for him, Ash? What do you listen to on a weekly basis? Uh, I have two uh, that I listen to on a weekly basis, and that is uh, the Game Informer Um podcast i think it's called it's just called game informer show or i think i think that's, that's right yeah um and uh it's it's guys in the states obviously they run the game or well, not they but they are part of the game informer magazine which has been around for decades now um but massive following um i like it because it's like really they know their shit about computer games they'll go into a lot of detail uh, they have uh, a lot of Big people within the industry uh, having um, uh, what's it when you know when you talk to people in the industry interviews, interviews that's the word they got good contacts haven't they yes they got fantastic content so uh, so yeah you you get you get some great information out of those guys and the the other one is um, one that you listen to as well buddy and that's the video gamer uh, podcast and I like that because. They're funny guys. Yeah, I really like the VG podcast. They're they're really cool. Um, we we've been known to take a lot of our news section from the Video Gamer website. They're kind of the uh, they're flying the flag in the UK for yeah. um, a measured approach with a bit of comedy thrown in, and uh, they're kind of they've they've kind of been cultivating a sort of thing where they almost are taking on. Um, made up personas um, and making videos with those which I think is really cool doing different stuff with it, it's always interesting when people do different things with it Yeah. so um, 
yeah, I, I I listen to the video gamer podcast. Uh, I've I've dipped into a couple of game informer ones, and as you say, um, there's not a lot of it's not the same sort of thing in terms of sort of comedy and stuff. But they're really well informed, and and yeah. you'll find out some really interesting in, insights into. Uh, the gaming industry um, other ones that I listen to PlayStation Radio UK uh, Ben and Simon very very funny uh, if you're a PlayStation gamer then uh, get stuck in on that one uh, I mentioned Kane and Rince earlier in the show Kane and Rince is a really good one for uh, if you after something really in depth about specific games uh, I think there's about 350 odd shows now so um they get sort of a panel together and really dissect games, uh, which I really enjoy. Um, I think that's it. Yeah, I think for me that's about it, really. Um, I'm always looking for more. Uh, and if you could suggest any to us, then uh, pop us a message. Contact at justiceforgamers.com. We'd be interested in hearing from you. Gibbons. have a question for us here at the justice for gamers podcast every week we'll be ending the show with questions and comments sent in by you pop us a message on one of our social media sites or send an email to contact at justiceforgamers.com and we'll do our best to sort you out and now it's time for questions and answers what's on the agenda this week we got one question this week and one oh. question alone. Not two. And not two, no, just you the sure? one. Um yeah, no, I'm pretty sure it's just the one. Um, okay. And that question is from PJ and he says Have they fixed F one yet? A little bit. Yeah, a little bit. Um <laughs> if you remember from last week's podcast, there was a an update. Uh, it went live literally as we started recording the podcast, so I could I didn't have time to test it. But we did play some F1, Funk and I, uh, on game night on Friday, and things are have been greatly improved. Now it's not fixed by any means. There's still real problems with the AI sort of wobbling all over the place and that sort of thing. But what it isn't doing anymore is kicking you out into your own instances. Uh, no point across the sort of two and a half, three hours of playing that we played. I think we actually played Thursday and Friday, me and Funk, for several hours. Nice. At no point did we get kicked out of each other's races or made or put into a new one or anything. We were always in the same one till the end. Um, so I think Baby Steps is the answer. They've improved things to the point where I'd say it's more than playable now. You have to be a little bit wary of the AI kind of bouncing around and it's not ideal and it's not really acceptable but it's it is playable at this point and uh it's 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 such a such a strange enigma of a game that you know you you look at the reviews across the board it's been getting sixes and sevens really because it's just like a shell of a game but honestly Not much the, there. The, yeah the gameplay itself is fantastic in that game and if you're an F1 fan then there's more enough, more than enough there for you, but uh, yeah, surely it's more about the actual experience of racing than 
the the missing game mode. Surely that should, you know, bump it up a bit. But like you say, these game modes should be there, and that's why yeah. it's been punished. I think it's a fair score for neutrals and people who aren't massive, massive racing game fans. But the 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 thing that's really heartening to see is that from a from a racing point of view, just you know, strictly stripped back racing game, it's wonderful. So I think that'll about do us for uh, this week's podcast. It's good to have you back, Ash. Have you enjoyed tonight's proceedings? Yeah, buddy. It's good to be back. Uh, I've been a bit uncomfortable tonight, seeing as I'm I'm in mid-transition of moving from uh, old desk to new desk. But, you know, it's getting there. Give me a couple of weeks and I'll get it finished. Going to have my... uh, What's the word I'm looking for? Decoupage, new table of uh, lovely gaming pictures that I've acquired off the internet. It's going to be lovely when it's all set up. I'll be a lot more comfortable. Um, but yeah, uh, it's been a great week of gaming, I must say. Bit of reminiscing on turtles, playing some arcadiums, and then finally bringing it home yesterday with. Uh, Fucking getting back in the seat with Borderlands. It's I couldn't ask for more, really. It's been awesome. No, it's been uh, it's been cracking. I mean, between us, we've played about twenty odd different games this week. So uh, that's got to be a first, really, in terms of that. <laughs> I think so. Well, thank you very, very much, everybody, for listening. Um, you can find us at www.justiceforgamers.com. Uh, or Facebook forward slash Justice for Gamers. We are Twitter at Justice for Gamer. Uh, we're on YouTube, just search Justice for Gamers. And we're also on Google Plus if that is how you choose to live your life. Um, thanks once again for listening. Uh, I've been Alex. He's been Ash. Until next week. Until next week. <laughs> Goodbye, everyone. Bye bye. been listening to the justice for gamers podcast with ash and me alex we release this every sunday night so you can preload it for the week ahead to find out more head to justiceforgamers.com facebook forward slash justice for gamers or twitter at justice for gamer if you have anything interesting to say pop an email to contact at justiceforgamers.com and if you could write us a review on itunes we'd be forever in your debt have a cracking week and we'll catch you next time <laughs>